Welcome back to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast. It's Volunteer Appreciation Week at Arkansas Children's, and we are so thankful for our volunteers. This past year has, of course, been a hard year for our volunteers, um, but we are slowly and safely welcoming them back. So we uh, today we get to talk to two of our longest-serving volunteers. Collectively, they have almost 45 years of volunteer service. Fant and Carol are at Arkansas Children's, and today they're going to share really their story of what brought them to Arkansas Children's, what keeps them coming back for decades, and what it was like returning to their first volunteer shift after being gone for over a year. It's really heartwarming. So we're, again, thankful for our volunteers here at Arkansas Children's and Arkansas Children's Northwest. And now here's Fant and Carol. All right, welcome back to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast. This afternoon, I'm joined by uh, Carol Bridges and Vant Jarrett. They are two special volunteers here at Arkansas Children's, and we are celebrating Volunteer Appreciation Week here at Arkansas Children's, and volunteers are a big part of uh, how we champion children, and they are, uh, we use volunteers throughout our hospital, and you will see them um, when you visit and if your child is a patient here, and so we we want to kind of take a deeper um, dive into why they chose to volunteer. They have almost collectively almost 45 years of volunteering. So that, first of all, that's amazing. They have seen a lot of changes here at the hospital. They have volunteered a lot with our patients. And so we want to just hear their why and some stories that they have during their time here. So Carol and Vant, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. So, Vant, we're first going to start with you. You recently celebrated 25 years of volunteering at Arkansas Children's. Thank you. Let's first uh, talk about why you chose Arkansas Children's and how you chose to volunteer here. Well, it started a little strange. Uh, I had volunteered through Barnes & Noble Bookstore for a program they started for to read to the children here at the hospital. And that lasted about three months, and it kind of petered out. It became, I think, more work than they were expecting it to be. Uh, but I was so impressed with what was going on in Camp play, and we just called it the playroom at that time. But I was so impressed with what was going on around us with the uh, hospital uh, employees and the uh, and the patients that I wanted to continue. So I immediately applied and uh, was accepted and began in January 1996. And I, uh, I did want to be involved directly with the patients and their families. So I just continued volunteering in the playroom uh, with the child life department. And we'll, we'll definitely talk about Camp Wanna Play and that special place at Arkansas Children's um, later during our time. But Van, that's amazing that it's you didn't plan on volunteering probably 25 years when you first started this reading program. So um, we definitely want to hear um, more about uh, your time here and any, any stories you have to share. 
Carol, what about you? How did you choose um, Arkansas Children's, and why did you choose to volunteer here? Well, I've volunteered all my life, uh, but being a retired nurse, I've never volunteered in a hospital situation. It's always been with church or my children's school or car tie or some other place that I've spent my time until my son went to med school. Mm. And I thought, well, maybe I need to volunteer in a hospital situation now. And he said, Mom, I really think children's would be a good fit. And I had done some of my peds training here 60 years ago when it was a charity hospital. There was a boys' ward, a girls' ward, one small nursery, and one room for burn. Wow. So I showed up here and said, I'd like to volunteer. And because my daughter had been a patient in the burn room, burn unit, um, I decided I wanted to volunteer in the burn unit and found out that we didn't have a volunteer in the burn unit. And so I've been here the only volunteer, permanent volunteer, for the last 19 years. And that all started because your daughter was a patient in the burn unit? For me to pick the burn unit, yes. Wow. But it was really my son that said, Mom, I really think the, bur- uh, the Children's Hospital is a fit for you. Do you remember your first day of volunteering here? <laughs> yes. Uh, I can remember going up with Robin Armstrong from the volunteer office and Sandra, who was from the burn unit, and they walked me through, and I can remember asking them, what, did you, what do your other volunteers do up here? And they kind of looked at each other, and I realized they didn't have a volunteer in the burn unit. So I've really gotten to do my own thing And I remember going home that first day and telling my husband, they were very, very kind to me. But I think they were thinking, I wonder how long she's going to last. Right. Because it's a different unit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people find it very hard to be up there. But I think being an RN and having a daughter that was there uh, made it, it's never been hard for me. It's been someplace that this past year has been terribly hard because I've missed it so much. And we're, we're definitely going to talk about how the pandemic and COVID-19 has impacted our volunteers, especially later on during our time. Um, but we are volunteers are slowly coming back um, as we're allowing and as it's safely uh, safe to do so. So we are looking forward to that as well. Vant, do you remember your first day or week of volunteering? No, I, I really don't uh, remember the specifics uh, of, the, of the first week. Um, although I'm sure that uh, what it consisted of was uh, the basic training and, uh, and having to uh, go with someone uh, for those first couple of days. Because I will tell you quite honestly, uh, it's kind of overwhelming those first day, days or two in the, in the hospital. Uh, am I going to do things right? So, you know, the hospital spends quite a bit of time in, uh, in initially uh, making sure that the, that the volunteers are comfortable in, in what they're doing. But I can tell you, uh, having uh, trained a lot of the new volunteers uh, on a daily basis while they're there, is uh, it's 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 going to be a little bit overwhelming, but I honestly don't remember. It's been so long ago. 
Well, yes, 25 years of volunteering. I'm sure there's uh, a lot of memories, a lot of stories, and we definitely want to hear during your time, both Carol and Van, um, some stories that stand out to you or situations that are really special to you that you want to share. There's been, I I get to watch miracles happen in the burn unit. It is such a special place. And a lot of people don't know that we're the only burn unit in the state of Arkansas. So if you're an adult, you may be surprised to find yourself in Children's Hospital. But we had one young man that was, oh, he just started a promising job. He was a musician, and he was burned severely. And we really didn't know at the time how things were going to go for him, but he had wonderful parents, a wonderful support system, and we got to see miracles happen. And within about eight months, he showed up at our Camp Sunshine for our burn patients as a counselor. Mm. And we have a talent night, and he got up there on that stage and pulled out a guitar and played a guitar, and everybody was crying. I mean, I'll never forget that young man, and he comes back often to visit us, and uh, he's still under some therapy and treatment for the burns that he's had, but I'll never forget him, but there's so many that we've we've had up there that do come back and see us, and um, I know we're not going to talk about maybe Camp Sunshine, but that's a joy in my life, too, that I get to take part of. Yes, tell us more about Camp Sunshine. Oh, Camp Sunshine is where our kids that have a certain amount of scar tissue get to come. Um, and they get to be kids. It's uh, usually the last camp at Camp Aldersgate. It's a sleepaway camp, and we start at age four. I can't imagine letting a four-year-old come to a sleepaway camp. But they have so much fun. We had one young boy that only went to McDonald's after dark so that people would not see his scars. And he got to come to Camp Sunshine and go swimming and boating and just do things that kids, normal kids get to do all the time. And these kids get to do it at Camp Sunshine. And it's from Thursday till Sunday. And then all the parents come back on Sunday for a big carnival. The police, I mean, the firemen in the state of Arkansas put it on. They pay for it all. They raise money all year long. Um, There are counselors. They go and pick up kids all over the state that don't have transportation to get to Camp Sunshine. Uh, Our nurses, our technicians from the burn unit uh, come, and they're counselors. And if we have a four-year-old, they get two counselors apiece because it wears them out. Not the four-year-old, the counselors. and it's, it, I don't get to see the kids in clinic. So when they leave the burn unit, they're still pretty sick. But then I get to go to Camp Sunshine for those four days and get to see these kids just be kids. That is amazing. Thank you for sharing a little bit more about um, that service. That's awesome and resource for those kids. For, for people listening, uh, for our audience who's listening, could you explain kind of what happens in the burn unit? Um, and the patients are usually, are they there more longer term than they would be in other areas of the hospital? Oh, some of our patients are there for months. Okay. Um, they come in very, very sick. They may be on a vent. So our nurses up there know what it's like to be on vents. They do a lot of grafting. The dressing changes are so painful. 
Um, but the team up there is just wonderful. And I got to see them all today, and it was so much fun to be up there again after a whole year of being gone. That uh, the burn unit is a very unique place. So the fact that you've been there for almost 20 years volunteering um, says a lot about your heart and um, your mission for those people. It gives me a lot of joy. And it's, it's not hard. It really is. People say, how can you do that? Mm-hmm. It's not hard for me. And I get to be with wonderful people. Vant, just going back, are there any special stories or patients that, uh, stories that you would like to share? There are several patients that, that I remember. Um, as you would expect, a lot of the patients are, are turnover pretty quick. Uh, they may be here for one or two days, a week or so. But in the cancer unit, uh, they can be here for months and months and months. And they can be returning every month or every quarter for years. So there are are some patients that I have seen. I go from five or six-year-old to being college students uh, or married with their own kids. And as Carol said, a lot of them still come back, even when they're, uh, when they're no longer having to, to be treated. But they will stop to see their favorite nurse or their doctor or, or stop by the playroom. And, of course, you try not to get too involved in their family situations, but right. when they're here and you see them every week for months on end and years on end, it's really difficult not to have some relationships there, uh, but while they're going through treatments here, uh, they're just like regular, regular kids, and that is what brings me back. It, it's so joyful to see them forget about what's going on in their lives uh, as far as the, uh, the health issues are concerned. When you think too much about it, you tear up. So uh, you'll have to excuse me if I do that. That is perfectly fine. I, I know, uh, like you said, it's hard not to get involved with some of these parents uh, and their families, but um, you, you, you can't, can't help. Mm-hmm. Um, but not at the end of the day. They are kids, and some of them are very sick. So uh, to get some sort of emotional attachment, would uh, I think, is, is just human. So... Um, Let's kind of uh, talk about some, maybe some of the changes um, that you've seen here at the hospital. I know, Carol, you said when you first started, it sounded there were different wards. Um, so you've seen almost 20 years of changes here at the hospital. Um, what stands out to you? Oh, no, this was 60 years ago. 60 years, okay, 60 years ago. <laughs> Not 20 years ago. No, I was a student nurse at St. Vincent's when they had an RN program. Okay. And we d- I did part of my pediatric training over here. Okay. And it was mainly an orthopedic hospital. Mm. And um, so different. The kids had to get up every day and get dressed. And people donated clothes, and there was a closet that the kids would go in, and some of the outfits that they would come out of were just hilarious. And the parents could only visit one hour on Sundays. 
And uh, so it was totally different than when I walked back in almost 20 years ago and saw we're doing heart transplants and, I mean, just the burn unit. I mean, we had, you know, one little room and uh, how you're treating burn patients now. I'm just very proud that Arkansas has this hospital. So there's been a lot of changes, and there's been a lot of changes in the last 20 years to this physical hospital. What We've certainly grown since I was here 20 years ago. I can't say enough about the nurses and the techs and the OTs and the PTs and the doctors that work in that unit. It is just very, very special. And how many of them have been there for years and years, too? Good. And we we definitely want to hear more about your, um, as we're bringing volunteers back, um, and what that time was like for you when you could not be here. Um, How, um, and since you're talking about it, Carol, what was that like when um, COVID hit and you knew that you couldn't come to the hospital? Oh, it was terrible. (laughs) It was just, I was bored. I missed my friends here. I'm kind of their homeroom mother up there. And uh, so I would drop off cookies at the front desk for my group up there. Uh, But it was, it was lonely, and I missed everyone. And uh, a lot of changes happened. And we've had babies. Our nurses have had babies since I've been gone, and I've missed that. I was an old labor and delivery nurse, and I felt like I was a surrogate mother to a lot of them up there when they were going through their pregnancies. And, you know, it, it was just a big, big miss for over a year now. So I'm glad to be back. And you said today was the first day you came back? Today's my first day to be back. And what was that like? Oh, it was wonderful. They all took pictures of me, put me on Facebook, and it was, it was just, it felt normal. And a whole lot this past year has not been normal. And uh, other than not being able to see people smile up there, they had twinkles in their eyes that I won't forget. So it was great to be up there today. You're sweet. Well, welcome back. Mm. See, it's okay to cry, Van. I can cry. I'm going to cry probably. (laughs) Van, what about um, changes that you've seen or if you want to talk about changes or if you want to talk about your time away when when you knew you couldn't come and volunteer at the hospital, what that was like? Well, from a change point of view, I, I think most of what I see has been physical changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're thinking about mid '90s. Uh, the hospital was clearly uh, much smaller than it is now. They also did not have as much of the surrounding properties as they did at that time. Um, when I when I first started, you know, Emanuel Baptist Church is where uh, professional building one or two, two, I guess if they call it now. Um, there was a funeral home across the street. And, uh, you know, there, there were something like, if I remember, they, even back then, they had like 60 or 63, if I remember the, the number correctly, of clinics uh, within and without the, the hospital itself. And I just say, have seen the hospital buy up these old homes or these uh, buildings around uh, this 15 or 
20-block area over the years. And then the improvements in the, in the main building over the last 15 years have been, you know, just uh, uh, astounding. You know, the new South Wing, uh, you know, it, it, it was, uh, and I've seen, you know, I saw them when they, um, probably 10 years ago, I may be off a little bit, but when they redid all the operating rooms and, uh, and all of that. So most of the changes that I've seen has been physical. Um, most of the internal operations, as far as I have seen, uh, have, is not a lot different. A lot more technology, but uh, from a attitude, from a performance standpoint, um, you know, it was great then, and it's still great. So that's that's good to hear. Yeah. So tell tell us about what it was like when you were not able to come here and volunteer. It, it was really, as Carol said, it was tough. I mean. Uh, and particularly the first few months of not being able to not being able to come, um, you, you just missed it. Uh, it was like you had been fired from from uh, by an employer and you hadn't found work yet. Uh, but I think the the most important thing about that was you're missing the employees that you are, have become good friends with. Uh, you miss your boss. Uh, but I think more than anything, you miss being able to see what I refer to as those special moments with the, with the kids. Uh, you just, you know, we're home. Uh, at the, my age, it was not appropriate to get out very much, so my wife and I stayed pretty much at home uh, for most of that year. About the only thing we did was go to the grocery store or the doctor. Uh, but So we miss all of that. And of course, you miss the, uh, the involvement with people uh, on the outside as well. But it, it, was, it was really tough, you know, and um, you know, you start making telephone calls to the people you know and try to keep up with what's going on. But as Carol says, I mean, you know, you have people you work with, and during that time, they have they've had a child, and you you know, you haven't seen them during that whole period of time. And uh, in fact, I got a surprise a couple of weeks ago. You know, when one of the the ladies said she has a three month old, and I said I did not know that. You know, it's, uh, it, it was just very, very strange, very difficult. Um, because for me, in, in, uh, uh, from my standpoint, the hospital and what I do here is a very important part of my life. And that was just pulled away. So there was that void, uh, and you just miss it. Yeah, you talked about a little bit about this earlier, how 
people might be interested in volunteering at a children's hospital, but they might be worried about interacting with kids who, who are sick or maybe not doing the right thing. What advice would you have for someone that is interested in volunteering, but they're not quite sure if a children's hospital would be a good fit for them? Well, I think the first thing that a, uh, a prospective volunteer has to decide is do they want to have direct contact with the patients and their families, or do they want to work in the background? Mm-hmm. Uh, and once they make that decision, uh, I think then, uh, you know, there's two different paths, obviously, that, that they can, can take. Uh, but my recommendation to them uh, is that, you know, you try both. If you're not sure, go from there. Uh, but I'm, what I try to tell all of my my friends and and the people to get involved with the hospital uh, is that for me, the patient side is the is the right side. Uh, you can be a clerk anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't. Do what we get to do with the kids everywhere. I just think that that's the primary decision that has to be made: is do you want to be associated, you know, having contact with the families and and all that that entails, or do you want to be working in the background in some support, uh, other type of support? No, that's a that's a good point because we do have so many different volunteer opportunities where it's not always. Uh, direct patient care or um, at the bedside. So I I think that's important to note for sure. Carol, you have a nursing background, so it seems like you would be very comfortable with patients. So what would you uh, tell someone who's interested in volunteering? If you like people, it's easy. Uh, I do a lot of visiting with the family because especially a lot of our patients are sedated and um, I give the families a break and say, I'll sit with this patient um, and let you get out and walk around the block or do something like that. Everybody thinks it's, and maybe it is to other people, and because I'm a nurse, being on the burn unit isn't hard for me. Um, And I get to see the miracles that happen up there. But a lot of the things that I do up there are more patients have their hands burnt. I feed patients. I think anybody can do that. Uh, some uh, burn on their eyes. They can't see. I help them with different things. I um, help discharge patients. I um, run errands. I'm their, as I said, their homeroom mother. I bake cookies for the staff, and I decorate at Christmas time. And uh, I had to do my own thing because we didn't have anything written down. This is what volunteers in the burn unit do. So I, really for the last 19 years, I have been the only volunteer for the burn unit and I I think they just need to give it time and decide what they want to do because the the nurses up there are so eager to help me they give me kind of a report and let me know kind of a little bit about the patients before I go into the room and um, some of the um, family that they get so involved with because they're, most of our patients are up there a lot longer than just a night. And um, I just like people, I guess. 
So you are still the sole volunteer in the burn unit? Yes. Okay. And have That's been amazing. for. We've had others that have tried it, and I really think it, when you come to Children's Hospital, you expect to be in the playroom, rock babies, uh, and that's not what I do. I do rock babies when we have babies, uh, and I play with children. And uh, I've, with uh, child life, I've learned how to make slime, which my grandchildren love <laughs> because I've got the whole slime thing at home that I can do now. How has volunteering changed you as a person? One thing, it gives me something to do every week, which I love at my age. I'm no longer young. And um, it's, it's a wonderful outlet. I come home feeling really good about the time I've spent at Children's Hospital. And that's what this year has been terrible. I have missed that feeling, um, being isolated at home, um, not getting out, trying to be very, very good and healthy and um, getting my shots when I could as soon as I could get them done so that, uh, you know, like that, I've gone to the grocery store. Um, the first time I got to go to the doctor's for just a, something routine, I mean, I got dressed up that day and put earrings on. I felt like I was doing something really different. It was kind of fun to go to the doctors, and I kept thinking, this is crazy, Carol. You've never wanted to go and have this procedure done before in your life, but it, it got me out of the house. No, you're, I think so many people, if not everyone listening, can relate when you finally got that first outing and you got to go somewhere besides, yeah, the grocery store. Well, or our church was closed. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't do that. And we've just now, the last three Sundays, been able to go inside our church. We've had virtual, like a lot of churches have, but that, that's not the same as being there and being with people. I think, again, I think we can, we can all relate. It's been a really difficult, and now we've gone past a year, even just saying the past year, we're going past a year. Um, so just to get back into that normal routine and then being at a place where there is so much that you can be part of and see, I can only imagine that it's how much better it feels to be back. Oh, just being up on that unit today and seeing all those people that have meant so much to me for the last 19 years and they came up and they were happy to see me and that was so special. Van, what about um, your outlook? Um, How has volunteering here changed your outlook on life or something about yourself that you didn't know was there before? Well, I'm not sure that it changed me so much as it made me uh, recognize through the years just how blessed I really am mm-hmm. uh, and continue to be. Um, you know, I, I tell people, you know, it's a blessing to be able to go down there and help either the patients or the families. Um, and you know, I I help Erica at times in uh, in training new volunteers, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I tell them. It may sound strange, but I occasionally just go out front 
in front of the hospital and watch all those people coming in and out. And if you do that, you cannot help but realize just how blessed you are if you're able to go home at night uh, or come in here and offer some small level of support to somebody. Um, so I think that's the biggest benefit to me over these years. Uh, it's just, it, as Carol says, it makes you feel good. I go home every Wednesday at noon knowing that I have done something that I enjoy and hopefully I have made somebody's day better. And that makes you feel good. Well, now that you both are back, what are you looking forward to in the next um, couple of weeks and months now that uh, you're able to come back? Oh, just knowing that next Thursday I have something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll be here and I'll get to see the nurses that weren't on duty today and just find out what's happened in their life in the past year. Um, because I felt like they were my part of my family. And, uh, and can I put this in? My wonderful son met my beautiful daughter-in-law here at Children's Hospital. So oh, how sweet. So this she is was family. A, she was a surgical nurse here, and he met her when he was doing part of his rotation in med school here. And uh, so that's another blessing that Children's has brought to me. Hmm. So it is family. It is. Hmm. And Vant, what are you looking forward to now that you're able to come back every Wednesday? Well, obviously, you're looking forward to catching up on uh, the people that you work with and what's been going on with them for the, for the last year. And I think just getting back to some level of normalcy uh, and trying to anticipate what changes will have to be implemented that may be different from what it was before the pandemic. I think the biggest thing, uh, as as Carol says, is maybe getting uh, back in sync with all the people that you work with. And again, as I said earlier, to be able to offer some small level of support uh, to the the patients and their families. but uh, I'm anxious. I'm anxious to see what's, uh, what's around the corner. Well, we are so glad, first of all, that you both have dedicated so much of your time and your life and your energy to volunteering and that especially that you get to come back uh, today and for the next weeks and months and years. So thank you very much. Um, those were all the questions I had. Was there anything else you wanted to add? Just that we're glad to be back, and I know Vant is. And have you been able to be here yet, Vant? Yes, in a different role, but uh, but it's uh, it's still nice to be back. Yeah, I was able to start back, I think, three weeks ago, um, and uh, in a different role than uh, than I had in the past. Uh, But uh, I'm I'm anxious to to get back on board. get started again. It felt good and normal to be up there today. That's a nice feeling. Yeah. It was a good feeling. Not a whole lot has been normal this past year, but today felt normal. Well, welcome back and thank you. 
for volunteering and championing children here at Arkansas Children's. Thank you. Thank you. Our volunteers are so valuable. It was really neat hearing from Fant and Carol about their stories, how long they have served here, and also just hearing how volunteering is just as important to them as it is to our families and our patients here at Arkansas Children's. And it was special getting to talk to Carol right after she got to come back for the first time after the pandemic. So we look forward to welcoming back all of our volunteers uh, safely and as we can um, over the next couple of uh, weeks and months. So we appreciate Vant and Carol for sharing their stories. We're appreciative of all of our volunteers here at Arkansas Children's. As always, please like and subscribe to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. We hope that you and your family are staying safe and healthy. Remember to wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance, and get the vaccine when you can. Thanks for listening.